This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's music scene. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. For singer-songwriter Megan Bowman of New Philadelphia, music has been a way to navigate a spiritual journey. For this week's Shuffle, I talked with Bowman, who performs as Wreck Like Me, about how nearly losing her faith helped her discover her true passion. I don't know how to let go of this thing that I've been clinging to To give me meaning that I crave To keep me out of my own grave I don't know how to Talk a little bit about your journey, because I know you live in Tuscarawas County now, mm-hmm. but you're not from here. Right. So I would have grown up in Michigan, a small town kind of like the one that I live in now. The way that I made it down here to Ohio, I worked at a camp up there, Lincoln Lake, and there were these guys that came down and they taught um, one week out of every summer. They ran a ministry in Ohio that I knew about. I just kind of felt like a pull and I kind of felt like, okay, like I should at least apply just in case my other plans fall through. And so I applied and then my other plans <laughs> fell through. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to move to Ohio. And I was planning on being here for a year. I just kind of felt like it wasn't the time to leave. And so then I was like, okay, I'll commit to another year. And I was, I'm was i really glad that I did for a lot of reasons. I'm glad that I'm here. But even in that next year, I met some of like my best friends in the whole world and deepened relationships. And I'm really glad because I never would have met them if I didn't stay. Then after a couple of years of being in this program, I was approached by a local music store to see if I could come teach like a couple piano students every week. And that has grown into me being able to teach some piano, some vocal lessons, some bass guitar lessons, some ukulele lessons, and like that's my main job. I work at a local church as well, but that's how I made it to Ohio. Growing up, did you know that music would be a huge part of your life or that kind of come into play later? I don't think that I knew that. I mean, music is not really offered as like a career option to many people even though it totally is, because I get to teach people to love music and to understand music, and that's like enough. Tell me about when you started writing music. When did that start? Mm, That's a really good question. That Actually, I haven't been writing music for very long. I started writing music when I was 21, so three years. Wow. And... My like artistic journey started with being pretty ambivalent about writing, but really liking to perform. I don't even know exactly when it changed, because I listened to earlier songs, and I'm like, yeah, you can kind of tell that I just kind of found the first thing that rhymed and made sense and moved on. Like, I didn't do like a rough draft, I didn't do any rewrites. And then I started writing one of my favorite songs, Letter to My Mother, which I took a lot more time and care into writing the words and like the musical parts of the songs. And I think that that's when I kind of got it, why people like to write. And that's when I like fell in love with writing. I was first exploring some of your music, obviously the latest album that you released, your first album, Mm -hmm, right? Yeah. That came up first. Mm -hmm. But then I discovered Letter to My Mother. Mm -hmm. The first time I listened to it, I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but I was overcome with emotion and 
really got choked up mm-hmm. listening to this song. And I'm not even sure personally I can relate to it, mm-hmm. but I could feel the emotions that went into it. It was really an emotional journey. And still, every time I listen to it, it gets me a little worked <laughs> up. I came to Ohio to be a part of a ministry. I work in a church. My faith is really important to me. And this song was about me thinking, if I like lost my faith, would I also lose the people that I love? Because almost everyone that I love and have relationships with are believers. What would my mom think if I like lost this? Because I was in a season that I was really working through doubt, really working through like, do I believe this is because this is how I was raised? Or do, do I believe that this is true, like for real? Um, what made you question it? Anything that involves faith, there's just like not going to be a concrete answer. There's no concrete evidence that any religion is what is true or concrete in the sense that we would consider like scientific evidence to be concrete. And so like there are lots of things to consider, but there are lots of people that leave who used to be believers, who used to be fierce believers and then leave and then believe other things or don't believe anything. And so it does raise some questions and I don't want to believe anything blindly. Like, I don't want to just be like, this is easier. So, like, people, a lot of people think that Christianity is a crutch, and I totally understand why they think that. And so I don't want to have these beliefs blindly because they carry a lot of weight, and I do think that they're important. And I've now come to the conclusion that I do believe the Bible, and I do, like, genuinely believe these things with my whole heart. But I was not in a season of security in that. And so I started the songwriting process kind of differently than I've started any other song where I just like started like a voice memo on my phone and I sat at my piano and I had these kind of like thoughts that I had jotted down about my fear of the of losing everything if I lost my faith but then I also was I was thinking about my mom and and I just kind of sang for probably 10 minutes just random things I hadn't written anything to sing I hadn't written any melodies this song is really important to me I think it was so healing for me to write and my mom and I have had lots of conversations since then what was her reaction to it before it released I did like let her know I was like hey I'm releasing this song her reaction is that we would not lose our relationship if I lost my faith which was really comforting to know and something that I didn't need to worry about continuing in my faith journey and my my discovery of what I really believe people will listen to this song and like get it and they're like yes I've like faced the same thing where I'm like very afraid of what I'll lose or just like not being sure that they can believe something or yeah there's so much like so much fear and emotional ties and and all of this kind of stuff what I take from the song is maybe something a little different right. than what you intended it yeah but you can interpret this song any way yes. and it has meaning yeah and that's what I think is the beauty of it. I think so, too. There's yeah. emotion there that I can connect to, even mm-hmm. if I'm not going through that same personal struggle. Right. 
so obviously you were raised in mm -hmm. what a Christian household. Yeah. So my dad wasn't a pastor when I was growing up in that house. He is now, but he would have worked in a church. Okay. Um, for a lot of my, I think when I was like 12 or 13, he started working in a church. Tell me about Wreck Like Me. What does that mean? So the name Wreck Like Me is just a play on the phrase Wretch Like Me. That's like the phrase in, I think, Amazing Grace. I just kind of feel like a mess most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that other people do too. And Wreck Like Me is, is just kind of like a more, a, like a modernization of th that phrase, Wretch Like Me. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, me so too. So this started as a band. It did start as a band, like a real small band, but it did start as a band, yeah. And now it's a solo, mm -hmm. it's a solo project. Yeah. The first couple shows that we played, it was more me just kind of like recruiting people to like help, but there were two other members, my friends, Andrew and Zach. Um, we hadn't played in a really long time because of the pandemic. So they're still like involved in their own ways, but it's not really a band. I went through a breakup about two years ago and I was like, yeah, I'll write a song about this. And it like sparked a, like a love, like a love for writing. And I pretty quickly wrote an entire album. These days are heavy, but around the corner there'll be light. It just takes time. And these nights having people that I trusted listen to the songs and be like, what does this mean? And be like, oh my gosh, I resonate with this. Like, I resonate with this so hard. And so I wrote this album. That's when it it kind of all clicked. But yeah, this album, you know, it's interesting because going back to what you said, you kind of wrote this all together, right? All mm -hmm. these songs. And you can tell mm -hmm. that they all kind of go yeah. together. And mm -hmm. there's, you could tell there's heartbreak and a lot of processing mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Yeah, I love this album. Um, I could talk about it for literally hours. <laughs> um, so I wrote a song called Walk Away. Um, I had just like gone on a break with a boyfriend and I was like, this isn't going to end well, but I'm going to write a song about it. And it's not like a breakup album to me at all. Uh, there's like two songs that are about like a romantic relationship. I was going through a lot in my personal life when I was writing the rest of the album. Trying to learn how to let go was like so much of what I was learning in my personal life, in my spiritual life, and writing these songs like is like you have to let go of the past or it's going to suffocate you. And I like can't let go of things. I can't explain to you the pain that I am in. again because I was like having massive intense panic attacks all the time like I've, I've like struggled with mental illness and and all of that but like that season of my life I was like I don't know how to cope with my emotions and I remember that writing that song in like a day and a half and I didn't really think about it again but like listening back I like remember that time and like how like alone I felt and how I didn't know what to do 
and that's writing that song was really good for me. It was really good to kind of process those emotions. That's like one thing that I love right now about writing is like, it's like I'm journaling except for I'm putting music to it. And these words won't come out Cause they're stuck to the roof of my studio I loved writing these songs and rewriting these songs until I was like oh my gosh this is it it's so nice to hear that journey and how much joy it brought you Mm -hmm. you know Megan what's next for you I mean I know you love teaching you're involved with the church Mm -hmm. but this music thing like what if it starts taking off what happens um oh my gosh I don't know I don't like thinking about it because I'm a pessimist I'm like this is not gonna (laughs) nothing's gonna happen I'm the same way (laughs) Um, I would really like to play more often and I would love to have like a band again. So I don't know. I don't have any like concrete goals. I think that like, I just want to get better at writing. I'm like pretty like slowly and casually writing some stuff right now. So that's a long winded way of saying I'm not sure, but I'm open. You just light up when you talk about your music and performing (laughs) and recording and it just seems like it's all happened in such an organic way that you're just enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some musicians get caught up in getting themselves out there and mm-hmm. making something happen. And, and it just seems like you're just so happy with where it's going. I think it took such a long time for me to like be happy with it as it is. But then I like made something that I was so proud of that like what kind of whatever comes out of it, I am excited about. I think that the next, like, big thing that I would want to do is just, like, go on, like, a solo tour. Like, I think it'd be so fun to, like, drive around with my guitar and go play at random venues where I almost know no one and just kind of see what happens. See people dig the songs. I think it's entirely possible. (laughs) Megan, anything else you want to say? I mean, thank you for, like, listening to these songs. I'm such a small artist that, like, the vast majority of who listens to my songs is people who knew me before. It's hard to like grow a group of listeners kind of organically, especially with the way that the the music industry is right now. Like it does feel as if like you have to have like a pretty basic pop song and go viral on TikTok and these things that it's not going to happen to me. Um, And that's fine. I'm fine with those things not happening, but it's super cool to like have people listen to my songs and be like, hey, this is super cool. And you did that for me, and that's... I think you make a good point, and I think that's one reason why your music grabbed me so much, is just because it does feel so real. Mm -hmm. It comes through in the music. Megan, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. Yes, thank you so much, Amanda, for having me. Thank you. That's Megan Bowman, who performs as Wreck Like Me. You can find links to her music and more at ideastream.org shuffle. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz, Ideastream Public Media. Cause it's been five years.